Hey friends, welcome back to the Preacher's Devo podcast. I am your host, Daniel Messina. The Preacher's Devo podcast, as implied by its title, is designed for those seeking some devotional thought on certain biblical truths and doctrines of the faith. Throughout Season 2 of the Preacher's Devo podcast, I will offer you an analysis of 40 of the top Christian hymns of all times. The composition of these hymns range from the 1700s to modern day time. Much of the information that is shared on this podcast is found from hymnary.org. Today's hymn is perhaps one of the most famous in all of contemporary church history. It is titled, Great is Thy Faithfulness, O God My Father. Great is Thy Faithfulness was written by Thomas O. Chisholm in 1923. Here are the beautiful words of this hymn. Great is Thy Faithfulness, O God My Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not, thy compassions they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever wilt be. The refrain, which is the main part of this hymn, goes as such. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Verse 2. Summer and winter and springtime and harvest, sun, moon, and stars in their courses above, join with all nature in manifold witness to thy great faithfulness, mercy, and love. And finally, the last verse. Pardon for sin and a peace that endureth, thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide, strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow, blessings all mine with ten thousand beside. Before we explore the theology of this hymn and some doctrine, let's go ahead and explore who wrote this. Thomas O. Chisholm was born in Franklin, Kentucky in 19, or excuse me, in 1866. He didn't live a luxurious life. He was a simple man. He wrote Great is Thy Faithfulness in 1,200 other poems in his log cabin in Kentucky, where he lived most of his life. He spent his life working as a school teacher, a newspaper editor, and an insurance agent. And then he retired and spent his remaining days at the Methodist Home for the Aged in New Jersey. Now, again, Thomas Chisholm was not a wealthy man. In fact, he lived a simple life, but a life that experienced God's faithfulness. At one time, he wrote the following, My income has not been large at any time due to impaired health in the early years of my life, which has followed me on until now. Although I must not fail to record here the unfailing faithfulness of a covenant-keeping God, and that He has given me many wonderful displays of His providing care, for which I am filled with astonishing gratefulness. This hymn indeed reminds us that God is faithful even in the small things, and for that we can be grateful. He works Sometimes in great miraculous ways, but oftentimes he also works in the small little things of life. And Thomas Chisholm was well aware of that, hence why he wrote, Great is thy faithfulness. God's faithfulness is great always, not only when we experience wonderful and amazing things, but on a daily basis, he is faithful to you and I. It is important to be reminded of why Thomas Chisholm did write, Great is Thy Faithfulness. 
At one point, he was experiencing great grief. But it was during this time that he found comfort in the words of Lamentation, chapter 3, verses 23 to, excuse me, 22 and 23, which say, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Now let's explore this beautiful hymn. This hymn, of course, is about the faithfulness of God. Great is thy faithfulness, O God my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Here, Chisholm begins with a declaration of God's faithfulness. And not only that, but the fact that God is our Father. He is caring. He is loving towards us. Perhaps here we see an allusion to James chapter 1, verse 17, which says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Hence why Chisholm writes that there is no shadow of turning with thee. God, in other words, is, is unchanging. That's why the next phrase says, Thou changest not. Thy compassions, they fail not. God is unchanging and He is completely loving. Thou has, As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Again, God cannot and will not change. He is and always will be who He says He is. We know from Scripture in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Malachi 3, 6 says, For I, the Lord, do not change. So God is indeed unchanging. In relation to God's compassion, we can be reminded here of Psalm 57, verse 10. For your steadfast love is as high as the heavens, and your faithfulness extends to the clouds. Perhaps also, Psalm 145, verse 13, which says, Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion, dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord is faithful in all His words, and gracious in all His deeds would be good for us to remember. Now, of course, the refrain of this hymn is the most well-known of all. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hands or thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Again, let us not forget Lamentations, chapter 3, verses 22 and 23, that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases, his mercies never end, and in fact, they are new every morning because of his faithfulness. They are new every single morning. The word here for new is the Hebrew word chadash, which means a new thing, something that is fresh. Like fresh bread that is made every single morning, God's mercy is new every single day and nourishes our soul. Again, all that we need, God's hands has provided it for us. 2 Corinthians 9, 8 says, And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. God provides for us. Jesus reminded us in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, that we're to seek first His kingdom and everything else will be added on to us. And prior to that, He speaks of God's provision for us, for food and shelter and everything that we need in, able, in order for us to be able to survive. We can rest assured that God provides for His children. He is a good God. He is, again, God our Father. 
Psalm 37, 25 says, I was young and now I'm old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. God provides. Now we can rest assured that not only God is providing for us, but also that he is in control over everything, which leads us to the next verse. Summer and winter and springtime and harvest, sun, moon, and stars and their courses above join with all nature in manifold witness to thy great faithfulness, mercy, and love. In other words, as we look to creation, we can see and experience God's faithfulness, mercy, and love. He is constant. The world declares His glory, according to Psalm 19, that the heavens declare it. So when we think of seasons throughout the year, we can look at them and understand that they are a witness to who God is and His power and His might. When it comes, though, to God's faithfulness, the last verse explains why we have reason to worship Him. Here's what it says, pardon for sin and peace and a peace that endureth. I mean, think about this. Jesus Christ pardoned our sin at the cross, that his sacrifice paid for us the debt that we could not pay. And not only that, it gave us eternal peace before God, a peace that endures forever. So that then in his own presence, his dear presence, we are able to rejoice Now it provides strength for today, knowing that our sins are paid for. We have that hope, and that hope is a bright hope because, again, as Chisholm says, it is strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. We indeed have bright hope, a hope that will one day be consummated as we enter the presence of God for all of eternity with all blessings. That's why Chisholm says, blessings all mine with 10,000 beside. In other words, there is blessings galore for everyone whose sin has been part or have been pardoned by Jesus because of God's grace and because of his mercy and because of his love and because he is a faithful God. Well, folks, that is it for my analysis of Great is Thy Faithfulness. Let me offer you now your Hebrew and Greek word of the day. The Hebrew word for faithfulness is the word emunah. Emunah. We find this word in Psalm 36 verse 5, which says, Thy mercy, O Lord, is in the heavens, and thy faithfulness reaches to the sky. Here we see the rendering, emunatecha ad shechakim. In other words, God's faithfulness reaches to the clouds. And in the Greek, we find the word faithfulness, the same as the noun for faith, which is the word pistis, pistis. The word faith or in relation to faithfulness appears in the uh, Gospels of, of the New Testament, particularly in Matthew chapter 8, verse 26, where Jesus calls his disciples those who are of little faith, meaning the, the word oligopistos, oligopistos, which again is in relation to the word faithfulness. Well, folks, this is it for this episode of the Preacher's Evil Podcast. And until our next podcast, stay encouraged, encourage others, and keep growing in Christ. At this moment, stick around and listen to this beautiful version of the hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Be blessed and see you next time. Morning by morning.
That endures. 